Welcome to the Asbury Free Methodist Broadcast, where today we will be listening to this week's sermon by Pastor Brent Russell. Well, today is the last day in our sermon series called Pray, and we're going to talk about the importance of praying together. Now, we're about 20 months into the pandemic, and it's wonderful to see things open up uh, a little more, and we're, we're look, looking forward to a time when things will open completely. Last Sunday, we had about 75 people in church, and that's a little over half of what we had pre-pandemic, and uh, it felt good to be in a room full of people. It feels good this morning to be in, in a room full of people and to be able to talk with each other and, and see each other. And I've been reflecting on some of the lessons that we have learned during the pandemic, and I've been listening to others' reflections. One of the things that, that we've learned, I think, is that it is difficult to be alone. I am a real introvert. Uh, on Myers-Briggs scale, I test, test out at 98% introvert. I am a real introvert, and you know, one thing has shown, this has shown me is I need people. And if I need people as that much of an introvert, I know that Everybody needs people. Isolation was one of the major challenges of the pandemic. Yet here's the flip side of that. People are now having difficulty getting back together. Uh, For some, it's, it's a fear factor. However, for many others, they have been become just used to hibernation and isolation And they're not so sure that they want to engage with society anymore. Some people have mental health challenges, and they now find themselves anxious when they're around people. For others, they have just, they like their own company so much that they're not really sure if uh, they want your company, right? Others are trying to make healthy choices. They, before the pandemic, they were unhealthily busy, and they found that during the pandemic, they didn't need to live that way. So they find themselves reluctant to re-engage. I am, I'm seeing both healthy and unhealthy reasons for a reluctance to re-engage in community. And because I'm a pastor, I think about well, what does that mean for the church at large and Asbury in specific? Because here's what I know as a follower of Jesus. We are made uh, to live our Christian lives with each other. There was never meant to be Lone Ranger Christians. We're meant to live our lives with each other. Now, as as I say that, I realize that many of you are going to interpret that uh, as saying that we need to show up for Sunday morning. Now, I... I'm a big believer in showing up uh, for church on Sunday morning. I think it's an important spiritual discipline. I believe that it's important to worship together and and share communion together. And when you do that online, it's it's just not as good of an experience as when you're together. But, um, you know, people who establish the discipline of showing up on Sunday morning tend to have healthier spiritual lives. So, So I'm a big fan of people showing up on Sunday morning. However, that's not what I mean when I say we were made to live our Christian lives with each other. See, I realize that there's only a limited amount of fellowship that happens on a Sunday morning. Um, 
it, Sunday morning really only serves as a, as a gateway to deeper fellowship that can be had at other times. When we, we think about fellowship, you know, we tend to lump it all in together. But there are different kinds of fellowship, right? Um, when we're talking about fellowship, I'm not talking about Christians sharing the hockey scores with each other. Nothing wrong with that. Good to, to laugh and have fun together and, and uh, you know, uh, beat up on each other's teams. All good. But I'm talking about when we connect around Jesus, around what it means to live out the gospel, around our, our internal and our external experiences of God. Fellowship can encompass all of life as long as we're keenly aware that we're meeting in Jesus' name, and that he's with us. That's where fellowship takes place. Now, there's different kinds of fellowship. There's a kind of fellowship that happens over coffee after church, and I'm really hoping that we can get to that place really soon. There's a different kind of fellowship that we have during a, a Bible study, which is different than we have again when two or three Friends get together and just share their lives with each other and talk about the things of life and God. But probably the most crucial kind of fellowship, and the kind that gets neglected most often, is corporate prayer. I call this, I call this kind a prayer fellowship, although it's kind of in a category all of its own. But when we pray together, we have fellowship with God and with each other, at the same time. Now, prayer is simply talking to and listening to, to God, and so when we're, we're talking to and listening to God with each other, it can be one of the most profound experiences of fellowship that there is. When I said before that we are made to live our Christian lives together, part of what that means is that we were made to pray together. This is one of the most important reasons for coming together. Now, I know that the thought of praying in front of other people makes some of you queasy. Uh, I, I, I get that, right? A lot of people think, especially when they're starting out in their Christian life, that, um, well, I don't know how to pray. I hear all these people using flowery words, and they seem to have all the, the right words to say. I can't do that tell you this, some of the best prayers that I've heard are just people who are really sincere before God. They may not know much about God, but they're talking directly to God about what's going on in their heart. You don't need to know a whole lot, just that God's listening. Some of the best prayers I found her by people who feel like they can't pray. Let me take you to Acts chapter 2. The early church was born, and here is the practice that the, the first uh, Christ followers uh, uh, enacted as they were living their lives together. You heard this, the scripture read. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. The early believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. They would go to the temple, and you, uh, kind of like you would come here on a Sunday, uh, but they would go more regularly than that. 
and they would hear the apostles teach about Jesus and the Christian life. They devoted themselves to fellowship. Uh, They were doing things together in the presence of Jesus. They talked with one another about the things of God. They devoted themselves to the breaking of bread, it says. That's what we would call communion. And then they devoted themselves to prayer. It's obvious in this context that they were praying together. They went to each other's houses. If, if, If you want to grow in your Christian life, devote yourselves to good teaching, to fellowship, to communion, to prayer. You'll notice that they did life together. Now, praying was, was, was a primary feature of the early church. The church was birthed in prayer. Acts chapter 1, verse 14 says, and they, were, uh, and they were all joined together constantly in prayer along with, with the women and, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. They were all joined together constantly in prayer. It was in a prayer meeting like this that Pentecost happened. And they were filled with the Spirit and the church was born It happened, and God chose it to happen in the context of praying together. After Pentecost, it was the habit of the people of God to pray together. Notice Acts chapter 3, verse 1. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at 3 in the afternoon. They were going at the time of prayer. It was their habit to pray together. Out of this habit... An amazing miracle happened. You remember the the person who was lame from birth? Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Stand up and walk. The church prayed together when they faced problems. Peter and John had been arrested in the temple because they were preaching in the name of Jesus. They were threatened and released. Here is what the scripture says in, in Acts chapter 4, verse 23. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. After a traumatic event, they raised their voices together in prayer. They prayed together. In Acts chapter 12, you have have, uh, Peter being arrested and he was then supernaturally released by an angel. Uh, He goes to the church and he finds them in prayer. When the church had important decisions to make, you found the church a prayer. Acts chapter 13 records the church in Antioch. It says this, One day as these men were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Appoint Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I have called them. So after more fasting and prayer, the men laid their hands on them and, and saw them on the way. The church of prayer set into the motion, set into motion the greatest missionary journeys of all time, maybe, the journeys of the Apostle Paul. Here's what we know about the New Testament church. As they went about life, they prayed together. When they encountered problems, they prayed together. When they escaped from problems, they prayed together. Out of habit, they prayed together. When they were in need of wisdom, they prayed together. If they needed to pray so much, maybe, just maybe, we do too. What do you think? Here's some of the things that happen when we pray together. Jesus, 
Jesus loves to show up when we pray together. Matthew 18, 19, 20. I tell you this, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything you, you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I'm there amongst them. You, you get together in Jesus' name. He has a way of showing up. It is good and necessary and right to have personal prayer. You need times of prayer where you're praying and just talking to God on your own. But there is something about getting together as followers of Jesus that makes a difference. We gather in his name and he's there. Now I know you know that God is everywhere present. I know you know that as a believer, Jesus is in you. But the word of God also tells us that he shows up in a special way when we come together. There's another thing that happens when we pray together. We're encouraged to start and to continue to pray. Andrew Murray said that uh, when we work, we work, but when we pray, God works. When we pray corporately, we're encouraged. It encourages us to pray individually because when we start to see answers corporately, it encourages us to seek God privately. When we see the church persevering in prayer, we're encouraged to persevere in prayer. Another thing that happens when we pray together is we pray together, it gives us the opportunity to be discipled in prayer. All through the Gospels, we'll see Jesus modeling prayer for his disciples, so much so that the disciples said, teach us to pray. Jesus takes that request seriously, and he does take them to teach them to pray. And as we pray together, we learn to pray with each other. I've really been enjoying this series on prayer, talking to you about prayer. And I know that it's good and important that we talk about prayer, but it's far more important that we pray. A series on prayer will do moderate good. Praying together and learning to pray with each other will do immense good. Just as an aside, praying together as a way of muting weird behavior um, when we pray to God, uh, together and we listen to God together, we have an opportunity to talk to each other about what we're hearing from God. If weird behavior falls, uh, um, uh, starts to emerge, we have a chance to say, I don't really think that's from God, right? It's easier to deal with what is seen than what is unseen. This is all part of being discipled in prayer. Praying together gives us the opportunity to receive God's grace through each other. God has so built the church so that your prayer for you is not enough. We need to pray for each other. Healing and wholeness come as we pray for each other. When we are sick, we need others to pray for us. When we are tempted, it's good to get others praying for us. We cannot get all the grace we need from God by ourselves. And yet we live in this Western culture of individualism where we sure try. But it can't be done. Sometimes we, we need others to lead us in prayer. Possibly, you know, when you gave your life to Jesus, somebody led you in prayer to receive Jesus. 
I gave you a template in terms of how to pray. There have been times in my life, even as a mature believer, where I, where I needed somebody to walk me through uh, and lead me through some prayer. Prayer gives us the opportunity to receive God's grace through, through others. Now, let me talk about prayer at Asbury. We know that if anything of eternal value is going to be accomplished at Asbury, it's going to happen because God does it. it but it seems that God has so ordered the world that much of what happens happens because people pray, and often because they pray together. So if anything of eternal value is going to happen at Asbury, it will be happen because you and I are praying. God changes lives because people pray. God does what he would not otherwise do because people pray. And it sure helps to pray together. Now, I, I know that there is a large number of you who want to see Asbury become a church of prayer. In fact, as you considered what Asbury was to be before I was called as a pastor, prayer was high on the list of what you wanted to see. I also know this. Getting a church to pray together is one of the toughest, most difficult tasks of leadership. We know it's good. We know it's right. But I'll tell you this, it's just plain hard to make happen. And there's a number of reasons for this. As I mentioned before, some, some people, they're just not comfortable in praying together. Some, some know that prayer is work and you feel like you just don't have the energy to enter it in. Sometimes it's just hard to make our schedules align. But here is the biggest reason why it is hard to make corporate prayer happen in church. Satan knows that a praying church is a dangerous church. He will do everything that he can to thwart prayer. He will distract from prayer. He'll lie about prayer. Uh, and so prayer falls by the wayside. He will cause disunity so we can't be unified in prayer. He will tempt us towards relying on ourselves rather than relying on God because he knows that a praying church is a dangerous church. And that's why getting corporate prayer happening in church, it's right down hard. And it's not because we don't want it to happen. It's just that there's a battle going on. But we are not of those who shrink back. Promises of God tell us that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. The promises of God tell us that though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not of this world. On the contrary, they have divine power for the demolishing of strongholds. So we have been given the power we need to fight the battles we face so, I'm calling you to prayer. In the upcoming year, there are going to be lots of opportunities to pray together. 
I'm, going, I'm praying that we'll take advantage of those opportunities. We will have events that will help us to learn to pray and know how to listen to God. We'll have weekends that will allow you both to be prayed for and pray for others to be set free from the past and walk into freedom in the present. We will have evenings of prayer and concerts of prayer and Zoom prayer meetings and large prayer meetings and small prayer gatherings. There will be lots of opportunities to pray. But here's what I need from you right now. Would you bump to the top of your prayer list this prayer? Lord, help Asbury to be a church of prayer. Simple prayer, but it's a big prayer. Lord, would you help Asbury to be a church of prayer? So, see, what do you do when, when you face opposition and things are hard? We pray. What do you do when you need wisdom? We pray. What do you do when you want to launch something new? We pray. So I'm asking you to pray that this would be a place of prayer, that Asbury would be a church of prayer, because everything flows from here. If we're going to be an extremely well-discipled church, it will come out of prayer. If we're going to be a, a church that experiencing the deep, transforming uh, power of community that meets around Jesus, it will be because we've learned to pray together. If we're going to be a church that effectively reaches out into our community, it'll be because we learn to be a church of prayer. So my question is, will you bump to the top of your prayer list and pray regularly for Asbury to be a church of prayer. As we move forward, we need as many of you who are willing to start to pray into this. Because as we start to pray individually, and as we start to ask us, uh, God to help us as a church, it will help us to pray corporately. And as we start to move into those times when we have the opportunity to do it, I am so looking forward to what God's going to do. Because God does what he would not otherwise do because we pray. He shows up when we pray together. He is a way of answering prayer because you've joined your hearts with one another in unity. So I want to encourage you. Make this a top-level prayer for our church. Let's pray together. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of prayer. Sometimes we even take that for granted, but you've made us a way, made a way that we can have a relationship with the God of the universe and that we can come directly into your throne room, Lord. So I thank you for this. So Lord, I, I pray for Asbury. Pray for us. Lord, I ask that you, we would be a church of prayer, that we know how to pray together well, so I'm asking that you would prompt many people that are listening to this to bump this prayer to the, the top of their prayer list. Lord, would you make Asbury a place of prayer? Help us to pray together. 
Help us to be a church that prays well together. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us this week on Asbury Free Methodist Broadcast. Make sure to visit our website at asburyfmperth.com where you can subscribe and never miss a show. If you'd like this broadcast, you might want to check out our Facebook page, Asbury Free Methodist Church. Until next week, take care and God bless.